Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Up, lay it down, just a Matt Mari. Wrestling over half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving the Ferraris. And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party. Pull up Ric Flair, huh? Showing out like a young couple air, huh? Best podcast, rush it in the air, huh? From the rings and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw him up, lay it down, just a Matt Mari. Wrestling over half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving the Ferraris. And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth. And with me today, I have RHAP's greatest wrestling podcast faction. You can say we are the evolution of wrestling podcasting. I have uh, Matt Scott, a.k.a. Randy Orton with me. I have wow. Ric Flair, aka Rob Cesarino, with me. Is that because I'm old, Mari? <laughs> I think that's what that is. And I have Stan. I, I hope it's because I'm from North Carolina now. Batista. Pinoy Pride. <laughs> and of course, I'm your host, Mari Triple H. Hmm. How are you guys doing? Let's start with Matt. So glad to have everybody here. Matt, are you ready for Money in the Bank? No, um, because I want to be the Batista, uh, exactly. but uh, we could dive in. You know, I don't I don't think any of them have been money. in. nope, none of them have been money in the bank winners. So um, uh, no. no connection there. But I am ready to to cash in my briefcase. I'm ready to win my championship uh, and ready to talk about all of it with all of you. I'm going to be the you? last last member in the money in the bank match for the old oh, man. How about you? <laughs> let's not make that a thing uh i'm like i'm like, I'm like the miz okay um we're not doing that okay um no, we're getting fired <laughs> but no I, i'm so excited for money in the bank i'm, I'm really i'm really pumped up for saturday night we're having a uh, money in the bank uh party i got uh that my eight-year-old i got a uh, permission that he is allowed to stay up for a saturday night uh, money in the bank uh, this week. So we are locked and loaded. 
Locked and loaded. Love that. And Stan, our favorite announcer. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm well. Uh, I'm getting ready for the premium live event as well. I've got my notes ready, and I'm just compiling stats upon stats upon stats oh, that wow. I can throw out there once we call the show on Sunday morning here in the Philippines. Oh wow! wow. I, I can't wait. We, you know, we I, I, we won't be able to hear you, but we'll support you, of course. Of course, no. We'll get our VPNs up and running, and and uh, listen yeah. and tag along. We'll we'll listen along. So we yeah. got you. So uh, we are off the rails already. Uh, so I hope you're watching us on YouTube. We are just uh, making the funniest faces, making each other laugh. Um, so I am so glad to be here for this Money in the Bank preview with my my main men here. Let's talk about some news. Not really news, but really just we had John Cena Appreciation Night on Monday on Monday Night Raw. And um, I mean, we knew it was coming like all month and stuff because it's Cena month and all of that. But it was actually like really fun. You know what I'm saying? It was actually pretty cool seeing like Cena come back and kind of interact with the roster. They did a pretty good job. It didn't just feel like kind of empty. Um, Rob, what did you think about uh, Cena Appreciation Day? Yeah, overall, it was a really fun night. I loved all the stuff backstage uh, that my uh, son was very excited. They were hyping it up for a couple of weeks that Cena yeah. was going to be coming back. And so, yeah, we were like a re- really pumped up on uh, Monday night. And overall, it, it like, uh, you know, went to a big crescendo. But then um, John Cena just came out and talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I mean that's about right. I wasn't—I truly wasn't <laughs> expecting him to take a bump or anything. Um, no. He had his knee pads on, though. You never know with him. True. He literally dresses the same whether he's wustling or like <laughs> taking a, seeing the Make a Wish kids or whatever he's doing. So you mm-hmm. never know. But I was curious. I'm like, he has his knee pads on. You never know if someone's going to hit him with a steel chair and we'll start a feud for SummerSlam. True, Stan. How did you? Uh, what did you think about John Cena Appreciation Night? So first off, I'm wearing my John Cena t-shirt. Yes, love nice. that. In celebration of Cena Month and Cena Week. Um, I, I got to point out uh, that backstage segment where he was acknowledging everybody backstage. And yeah. Becky Lynch really stood out because she was in her own little corner sulking while everybody else was like breaking character and being a human being. Becky was still really upset, which is very much on brand with what she's going through right now. And it reminded me of something that Christian Cage once said on, in interviews, mm-hmm. which is, if you're in a backstage segment, even if you're a background character, you have to do your best to stand out in that role. And Becky did that. So I have to commend her for that because that was really funny. Uh, but the second thing is, I, I, I really love how, uh, you know, everybody just loves John Cena now. I guess we finally taken the opportunity to acknowledge him for the legend that he is and everything he's done for the industry. So I'm happy that we got to have this opportunity to just celebrate the guy and I was expecting Theory and John Cena to go head to head, have a physical altercation, but that didn't happen. But SummerSlam's what a month away, so I, I guess we still have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe Becky didn't want to accidentally pull Paul London and, and get fired. Oh, right. right. <laughs> cheesy. That is a cheesy yeah. grin. Yeah. yeah deep cut. Deep cut. Uh, um, how about you, Matt? Any favorite? Any segments stand out to you? Like, oh really? uh, well, you know what? I really, I think I loved all of it. Um, but I really did love that that opening backstage segment. I wasn't expecting 
there us to get the earlier today moment and mm. i watched that back just because it's always so fun anytime we get to see the wrestlers interacting with each other just it, it's like watching a dog walk on its hind legs a little bit because you're like what john cena knows yeah. these people he's actually acknowledging <laughs> them and then it's funny because i'm like what he just walked by mvp he probably knows mvp mvp's been around forever and it's like are they staying in character or does john cena have heat with mvp who knows who knows? Yeah. We don't know. But I loved that. And I I think it really speaks to John Cena's, I'm assuming his improv skills, because there's no way that was scripted out each of the interactions. He kind of was just yeah. doing his thing and and it was great. And then you saw how much they loved him. He's out in the ring. You see how much the fans love him and are just uh, it, it, like interacting with him. He's begging them to cheer more and to have some enthusiasm. They attempted to do that so i loved it and i i also i i don't usually enjoy cena showing up as much as i did uh, <laughs> for this past episode for the 20th anniversary which was amazing i think i really liked uh the seth rollins uh him and seth rollins interaction yeah. <laughs> seth yeah. rollins, how do you walk up to somebody cackling their theme song first and foremost he's he literally <laughs> laugh cackling his theme song then he says hey you remember when i broke your nose into like a tiny piece of everybody on twitter was like that is such a crazy way to start a conversation with somebody it's like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> remember when i severely injured you um, and it was just uh, that was just really funny to me. I loved everything he did with the Street Profits. That had to be a, that seemed like a really good rub um, with uh, Montez and and uh, Dawkins. I thought that was just so cool. Um, so I I liked it. it oh, the Omas bit too. Yeah. 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 What about uh, what about with Ezekiel? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the whole time I was sitting there, I was like, I was like, did 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 Cena ever work with Elias? Like, I think I'm like, I think he did. I think, I kept, so. <laughs> I think he has. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, WrestleMania then, 34. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And Mara, did you catch though that I they did. were d- discussing uh that <laughs> that uh Ezekiel and Elias's brother? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you called it last week. Is that their older brother? It's probably their older brother. When I wow. That's I'm so like sad Kevin Owens about. got injured and wasn't able to work raw because like I was really looking forward to how they were gonna let Elrod play out. Dang, did he get injured? Well, that's some breaking news. Reportedly injured, yeah, yeah. So I, I, oh, I don't know. Uh, WWE hasn't announced anything officially, but that's what you know the, the dirt sheets are reporting, so Ah, oh, well, that makes sense. Ah, oh, boo, yeah, yeah. So we, there is a confirmation. <laughs> there is a third brother. The so, three faces of Elias. Yep. Or three, or is it mm-hmm. Elra? I don't know which one to refer to them by. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah, but Mark, <laughs> I think you got you nailed the name. Well, okay, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I did. But the funny what? thing is. I did, but I was like, I see, I saw that on Twitter somewhere, and I didn't think that was the confirmed name because I didn't uh, hear it off TV. And then, so when I said it on the thing, I was like, wait. What? And then when he said it, I was like, okay, maybe he said it before, and then somebody else knew because I didn't think that was gonna be the name. So that's why. I said. <laughs> Weird, wow. yo. Weird. No, you're psychic, Mari. That was yeah. that was impressive. Yeah, weird. Uh, but that mm-hmm. of all the names, like there was so many. I feel like there's <laughs> other e names we could have gone with, but it's okay. Yeah, I can't wait to see how. I I really want to see what that third gimmick looks like. Shout like, out to I, Matt Elrod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh, okay. Uh, any more final thoughts about John Cena? I, I think this is a good door to, sorry, a good door to open up for maybe if he comes back for SummerSlam. There's nothing like really concrete. Um, oh, I've got a thought about, since you mentioned the word door, um, I was joking ooh, on Twitter the ooh. other day that John Cena is the real forbidden door because they got Chris Jericho and the big show oh, and yeah, Brian Danielson to appear in the video segment. So, um, yes. I, I want to know how that went down, how WWE reached out to AEW, what they agreed on. But man, if, if that happened on Raw, then John Cena is the forbidden door. <laughs> yeah. Good Look, point. I will. I it's yeah. It was bizarre. I'm like, what? We're getting Daniel Bryan, and the fact that this that's not even that man's real government name. Um, they're like, we're gonna call you Daniel Bryan, whether you like it or not, because we're definitely not gonna plug you in AEW, Brian Danielson. They so, did it with Big Show too. They did it. They did, and they mm-hmm. just said the Big Show, right? I mm-hmm. mean, and honestly, I will say with the Big Show and his big beard too, like he. He, uh, I mean, like you know, he he did look a little bit different uh, than at least than last time I saw him, like front and center. I think wrestling on AEW TV. So maybe you know, it, I get the separation. I do wonder what the agreement was with AEW, but I could also mm-hmm. imagine Vince McMahon just texting everyone like, "Hey, could you uh, record a cell phone video and just send it over to me? Don't ask Tony Khan. Who cares? He doesn't care. Um, yeah. so it, worked. it works out pretty well." <laughs> It's AEW. The they don't have name. structure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> I mean, I'm not dragging them. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a dragging. And I bet they don't mind having uh, their wrestlers uh, oh, shown to re- sure. wrestling fans on Monday Night Raw. Like, hey, remember sure, this person? Yeah. Remember this person? No, of course not. Come catch yeah. him on Wednesday, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah where, where is Chris Jericho? He, he, <laughs> he's a lot of, honestly you don't want to google that rob yeah <laughs> okay so um you can always uh send us any long form questions uh send them to wrestling at rob has a website.com send us via email you can follow us on twitter at wrestling rehab up on twitter use hashtag wrestling rehab up to join the conversation um you can also join our official unofficial facebook group Rob, uh, I'm in there. I'm in there. I should have like I, I was like I was a boy. I'm like uh, Mari did, said she was going to invite me, and then never did. And then I I, I was like oh yeah, and then, and then I heard you saying like oh and he didn't even accept. I'm like oh it means <laughs> let me see it. And they're like okay, I, I have access. Yeah, I should have like po- made like a crazy post. You should have. You should. I'll, I'll do it before this podcast drops. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so uh join Job Has a Squadcast. You can um reach out to us and we'll uh get you in there. Of course, we have our podcast feed. Um you can go to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed to uh subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Please rate and review um so that other people can find us. Um also it's almost the first of the month. So you know what that means. RHAP Patreon. Go join the RHAP Patreon by going to www.patreon.com slash RHAP. What can they what can they expect over there? Oh, from? well, we're gonna do a lot of stuff no. for Big Brother. For if you I mean if you uh, are into the uh the big brother, well, we got a lot of stuff coming your way. Uh we'll have a lot of bonus content. Uh we did the QA with Taryn Armstrong last season. We're gonna bring that back and have a lot of other fun stuff, including the slop uh, for our Big Brother coverage, uh, Big Brother Facebook group, and uh, much more uh, this July here on uh, Rob's website, Patreon. 
fun, fun, well worth it as well. Um, lots of good stuff over there. So make sure you go become a patron. So let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about the highlights of the week. Okay. Highlights of the week. It is money in the bank. Um, so every week we discuss the highlights. Uh, this week, of course, we'll, we're previewing money in the bank. So we'll be talking about the uh, money in the bank match card. All of the, the highlights we talk about, you can find them in the description below or in your show notes. Hopefully you're watching us here on YouTube. Uh, go to youtube.com. Look for Rob has a podcast. Wrestling or half up. Okay, so <laughs> the first match we're going to talk about, the men's money in the bank ladder match. So this is very interesting here. I want to get y'all takes because yeah. right now um, we have Seth Rollins versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre versus Omos versus Sami Zayn versus Riddle. But there's still a mystery guy there. And we already had the match that said it was a last chance match. So what's happening? Matt, what's going on? Look, we were speculating a lot about how many people are in this match. Mari, you put a lot of energy into this, <laughs> into counting. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought we agreed that it was going to be eight of them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't, I, I guess we're going with the lucky number seven for, for, the, for, for the money main. in the bank. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know, Mari. I feel like sometimes like we keep up, but they also make things up along the way. Yeah. 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 Seven for the women. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Um, Rob, what do you think is going on? Who's running in? So this is going to be really interesting. I, I wonder if we're going to get, uh, you know, the final person on uh, SmackDown this week. We had the, the Battle Royal on Monday night. Like, could mm -hmm. we see a similar SmackDown Battle Royal? Although I don't know uh, how many people are in the mix on SmackDown that we're going to potentially add to it. But that's the thing. That's what doesn't make sense because there are SmackDown superstars in that last chance match. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm I'm so confused as to what's going to happen. I mean, and then I'm like thinking about the SmackDown roster itself. This is basically the 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 push. You know, that's the top of the card right there. The mm -hmm. only other people I can think of them them pushing would probably be maybe they kind of need a I, uh, they kind of need a high flyer in there. So maybe we get Ricochet in there somewhere um stan what do you think so before i say anything about the card i just want to put this disclaimer out there because i'm in cya mode oh. cover your mm -hmm. ass mode <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. i don't know anything <laughs> about what's going to happen all i know is right. the same as everybody else which is like the match card right so um from what i remember watching on raw that seventh spot should have been between kevin owens and ezekiel slash elias slash elrod but since oh. that match oh. didn't happen uh, we still have that TBD spot, right? So I have no idea what's going to happen on SmackDown. I'm, I'm with you here. Um, yeah. If if Kevin Owens gets cleared for SmackDown, then I wouldn't be surprised if they have that match on SmackDown since I guess at this point, everybody's jumping between brands in the lead up to mm -hmm. Money in the Bank. Right. So that uh, wouldn't surprise me the least. On Raw, yeah, Ke Kevin Owens was supposed to fight either Ezekiel or Elias. He accepted the challenge mm. uh, last week on last Raw. Last week, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Mm. But uh, but but part being a uh, getting a, a invite to Money in the Bank was not part of that uh, stipulation. But that would make sense. Hmm. I'm disappointed that Elrod wasn't in the mix for that conversation. <laughs> but also, like, does he end up? Does Elrod end up in this match? Does Elias end up in here? Does Ezekiel end up in here? I don't. Yeah, they kind of well, missed the boat on that. Unless he shows up on SmackDown, or maybe they'll just announce it on social media, like they like. Oh God! Do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that has happened in the past. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised either. No. Mad, mad, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think who else is there. It's like Madcap Moss, um, Ricochet. From, from SmackDown or just in general? From SmackDown, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Um, mm. hmm, I, I don't know. But okay, so that's the, maybe that's the logical stuff out the way. Mm-hmm. What about... Because Cody Rhodes had this really Uh-oh. like <laughs> oh boy, so now you're really okay. good promo. What are you about to say? <laughs> are, what are you? Are you? Keep going, Mari. Don't say. Uh, I told you. <laughs> Cody Rhodes had this really good babyface promo where he talks about uh, he, he had his surgery. He mm-hmm. he told us nine months is the timeline. Okay, so that means not nine months confirmed um and then he goes down every competitor of the match says very complimentary things about every single one of them ending on his nemesis seth rollins Mm -hmm. and talking about how much the money in the bank contract has eluded him i mean technically what was that was that last year or was it two years ago brock lesnar just kind of entered himself in the match like just walked in mm-hmm. the match. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Cody could do the same thing. I mean, I wouldn't want him to take any type of bumps. <laughs> yep. Well, <laughs> all he needs to do is climb a ladder, you know? Exactly. You probably do I mean, when you put it that way. Arm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all. Just one, one arm. Is I'm possible? on the same page as you. Yeah. Um, in, in the injured Uh-oh. superstar department, uh, is it possible that Randy Orton could be back for Money in the Bank? I, I think not. I think he's think really less serious. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes is more likely. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Surprisingly. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I guess. That's I would have put my money on it, Marty. Like, I think that's <laughs> incredibly optimistic. I'd love to see Cody back, but I'd also love to see Cody get healthy. So I Same. think in the power rankings of what do I want to see Cody Rhodes do, I would put be healthy over being money in the bank. <laughs> But to yes. be fair with Cody, like yeah, really like considering this for a second, I mean, he did wrestle with his injury mm-hmm. uh, and it was nasty, right? And he did just get surgery. But is there a world? I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised I mean, if he showed up. I don't see him wrestling a match, but yes, climbing again, a ladder? Climbing a ladder? That's a household task. That's yeah. literally all he would have Doing to do, chores. technically. Yeah. And mm. then he could carry it that whole nine months while he gets healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, we do like again, cash we do it WrestleMania or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We don't we don't yeah. condone wrestling injured, but I thought that was a no. really, really good promo. I thought he mm-hmm. put over every single one of them. Yeah. So but I don't I don't know. I was trying to look I was trying to look up the, the SmackDown roster. What about um, uh Shinsuke? Yes, I will. He was in the match. I'm trying to figure out who all was in that match. Yes, um, yeah, he was in the Rumble and he also lost. I think he lost the qualifying match to Sami Zayn. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's just weird because they they put everybody in that last chance Rumble and then there, but there's one spot open. So is it truly the last chance? I don't understand. We haven't mentioned hmm. the New Day because they, they can put in either oh, Kofi yeah. or Woods in it and neither of them were in the Battle Royal on Monday night. So Ooh, what's stopping point. anybody from putting them in that TBD spot in case Kevin Owens or any of the Ezekiel brothers or Cody hmm. aren't available? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like looking at the... Um, a picture like I mean they had everybody in there. There's Champa. I think I see Bobby Lashley was in there. 
uh, AJ Styles, he's already in it. Him and Miz. What? Wait. What about the him and Miz been having this this weird feud that's kind of been like offline. Like it is very interesting. It feels like very secondary to I guess Money in the mm-hmm. Bank. Um. The, yeah, why AJ Styles is has um you know he had this everything that was going on with with Judgment Day. Finn Balor mm-hmm. quit being his friend. Yeah, yeah. joined Judgment Day, <laughs> and he never commented on it. True. Yeah, that one throwaway I mean, line where he said, "One of my best yeah. friends left me for dead," or something yeah. like that. He was more he mad at, one at Seth Rollins about what he did to Cody Rhodes. I mean, it's a sensitive <laughs> subject, Rob. We can't expect him to go there emotionally. <laughs> I guess so. He was yeah. not ready to talk about it. He's Breaking been up his partnership of, three, the partnership of three weeks. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. for peace. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess I guess we're done speculating on that last person. Let's talk <laughs> about who we think is going to win. I feel like there's a couple of like made storylines kind of coming into it into this we have Seamus and Drew already feel like they're kind of setting up a feud like with with Heyman like trying to strip both of them um that feels like a ready-made feud for Roman of course Riddle's been pushed like for the past like three or four months at this point almost doesn't have anything coming into it but um really good rub from John Cena there and then Seth is just Seth so with them keep referencing the the greatest cash in too that's really like up in the ante for him so um let's see let's start with Stan what's your prediction for uh, who you think might win this I I I can't really see anybody but Riddle holding the money mm. in the bank case. just because he's a made man coming out of that match with Roman on Smackdown and I don't know about you, but I'm having flashbacks to 2004 when Benoit was challenging Brock Lesnar for the WWE oh. Championship. And mm. then they said that Benoit couldn't challenge anymore as long as Brock Lesnar was champion. So he wins the Royal Rumble, goes on to headline mania. Oh. And I think that's the same framework for Riddle uh, being able to challenge Roman again, despite losing that match on SmackDown. Again, I'm just um, speculating here because I don't know anything that's going on, but I, I can only see one guy walking out and that's Riddle. Good point. Rob. Boy, there's so many different ways it can go. The the one thing I'm gonna be saying is take take this one to the bank. It's not gonna be Seamus. Okay. Get Seamus out of there. Um, wow. But so uh, I think and I, I've thought a lot about this. I, I I was very heavy on Seth Rollins, but I, I'm starting to feel more Drew McIntyre because I feel like that mm. we were getting teased a lot of Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns, and then they had the the six man tag uh, that was at WrestleMania Backlash, and it was like it felt like we, we were building to Roman versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre mm. never got a title shot out of, out of all that. It seemed like that Roman Reigns were like was like kept running away from Drew McIntyre. And uh, I thought that was going to be uh, SummerSlam, but then uh, bring in Brock Lesnar. So I feel like Drew McIntyre is going to be my official pick. And then we, uh, uh, you know, have a Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns feud. Hmm. Good pick. Matt? Oh, lots of pressure. By the way, Rob, I don't appreciate the Seamus erasure. He's a friend of the podcast. <laughs> is he? Okay. He, yeah. he did tweet us once and, yes. it, you know, we still uh, we still value that. We, so thank we still you, appreciate Shout out to yeah. you. Thanks for being a listener, a loyal listener. Yes. Um, you know, I also just want to speculate on this last spot. 
Where is Roman Reigns? Could he be in that final spot in this match? Why would he be? He has both. Yeah, why? Yeah, but then he could have the money in the bank and then no one could have a shot. He's not on the card. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, I'm going to assume that Roman will be in this spot. I love the idea of Cody showing up. I don't see that happening for obvious reasons. Um, But, you know, okay, we have Drew, Sheamus. I feel like they cancel each other out. And I, I don't they love riddle they really love riddle but i kind of i just want to go with seth here um regardless of who's in that final spot uh again assuming it can't be cody for injury reasons seth could win the money in the bank briefcase uh for the second time and then cody could win it from him i see i Mm. I feel like cody is going to get the briefcase somehow at some point i don't think it'll be through this match and then you know if it's roman for instance who's in this match i mean he riddle had that gutsy performance against roman so maybe you know roman's the spoiler stopping him his former shield teammate seth gets the win i i think that's what's going to happen here and I and as a disclaimer, similar to Stan, I don't work for WWE, so I don't know the spoilers. But I, that's mm-hmm. definitely it's a it's a spoiler. That's definitely what's going to happen. Hmm. Mari? I and I just realized AJ Styles is not in this match. How is he not in this match? <laughs> I, I don't. I forgot that he went against Seth. That is so stupid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, yeah. I unfortunately think I completely completely agree with Stan. I think mm. they're gonna. Get, give the briefcase to Riddle. I think if they want a pure pop, like a, a pop, I think they'd give it to him because they built him built him up really well um, over the past couple of months. I would love to see Seth with it because we already know Seth is good with money in the bank. But as you were talking about, I, I always I realized that last year when Big E won it, um, after Big E won it, Seth won that like contract thing where he remember he was holding a contract like over Big E's head for like a few months. So he yeah. essentially had money in the bank without having the briefcase after already having the briefcase before. So it, it works great with his character, but they can't keep doing that. Can't keep going back to the well. Um, and Omos, I, Omos is just, I think he's too green and he's not built it up enough in order to um, mm-hmm. get the, the briefcase. And I do think that Drew is a good pick but I don't know if they'll I, money in the bank. I don't like money in the bank on on baby on baby faces. Really, Ugh, I really don't. I li- I think it's better in heels. I love when heels like are constantly teasing it. I hate when baby faces say, "Hey, I'm gonna face you on this day in this arena." Like that takes away the the funness of money in the bank. So and Drew would do something like that. Like Drew would do that. Now sure. Riddle, I think would t- would be an opportunist because you know learning from Randy. So. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna unfortunately go with Riddle. I do want to see who this this last person is because if you're looking at this like lineup, yeah, this is just like a lot of big meaty men, and <laughs> this is like they don't have anybody who's gonna. It doesn't look like they have anybody who's gonna be flying around here. So I would I would love a high flyer to bounce. I love <sighs> like bases and flyers. This is just a whole yeah. b- lot of bases around here. So unless they're just going to be like hammering people with ladders, I would love a little bit of uh, high flyingness going on. Maybe well, I, makes you know what? Like, none of us have talked about Sami Zayn. He's right there. Yeah, it could be yeah. Him. Sammy can fly if he, he wants fly. to. 
if they want to. That's a him and Seth. Like if they feel like it, they'll they'll jump around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, That's going to be a very interesting match. I I think. uh I want to know, Mari. Could Sammy get the win? No. There's no way. There's no way. That would be super compelling. Like, that's my favorite story on SmackDown right now. Sammy and the bloodline and all that. That could be his avenue to turn babyface down the road. Don't tempt me with a good time. But I don't know about (laughs) that. I don't don't know. I didn't even consider that until Matt put it out there into the universe. I want to manifest that energy. Yes. Uh, All the energy to Sammy Zayn. Because Sammy deserves it. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. A lot of people in that match there. Um, but wouldn't that be a lot of friction though uh, with uh, between him and the bloodline that he wants to be in the bloodlines of it and then he's holding the money in the bank briefcase it would be so mm-hmm. cool they've actually done a very mm-hmm. good job of like building each and every one of those people for having a reason to win so kudos Not for Seamus. that <laughs> <laughs> technically they have with Seamus him and Drew were screwed over kind of yeah. so I guess I so do yeah. So, <laughs> Rob, what is this? Wow. Leave Seamus okay. alone. Yeah, Seamus hate. I, I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> well, that's oh. a that's definitely a better like create like creative match, like going into it with everybody having like, you know, being possible winners. Let's talk about the women's money in the bank uh, ladder match. So we have Lacey Evans versus Alexa Bliss versus Liv Morgan versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Asuka versus Shotzi versus Becky Lynch. And mm, yeah, no. Mm -mm. It's like, how is it just not? It's not. It's just going to be Becky. Is it not just going to be Becky? Am I alone here, Rob? What, what do you think? I mean, Becky is on the poster for Money in the Bank. It's her and Seth Rollins. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, and, like uh, you think it's gonna be Becky? And and she hasn't won it. She she mm-hmm. hasn't won it before. Um, Alexa has won it before. Oscar has won it before. Um, they're like the two with the most credibility after um, yeah. Becky uh, would love for Liv to win it. again if a babyface is going to do it I would like for Liv to win it but we have two babyface champions so it just doesn't make sense unless they, they plan on taking the belts off of uh, Bianca or Ronda we have one babyface champion and a champion who think she's a face um so wow. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense um you said it Ra- 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 raquel rodriguez getting it maybe i mean they're very mm. high on her um that'd be a lot very soon very quickly chassis has no chance i'm thinking <laughs> ouch she, yeah i mean <laughs> no chance in hell some might yeah say. Oh no. And Lacey Evans, I think if she had deb- if she had came back maybe a week or two earlier, that she could really she could have been a contender, but I think it's she's still trying to settle into whatever character mm-hmm. they're trying to give to her. So I, I I can't see it not be Becky at this point. Stan? Um I kind of agree because you know with what you said about money in the bank being in a better spot if it's held by a heel. I think it would be pretty fun seeing Becky just taunting either 
uh, Bianca or maybe even, even crossing over to SmackDown and taunting Ronda with a briefcase. They've got yes. some unfinished business as well. So exactly, it could open up so many different paths for Becky to climb out of this downward spiral that she's been mm-hmm. on. So why not give Becky money in the bank? It's another uh, notch on her resume. She's down on her luck, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, this is her ticket out. Sure, yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, John Cena didn't even acknowledge her. <laughs> I mean, she was sulking. Too busy sulking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did ask Dominic his pick for uh, women's money in the bank, and he said <laughs> Lacey Evans. So okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe he ask- knows something we don't know. <laughs> like- <laughs> did you ask follow up questions, Rob? No, I didn't. <laughs> I still don't know if she's a heel or a face at this point. So if he knows, tell Dominic mm-hmm. to let me know because I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Because oh, if gosh. she's not healed, this whole, the, like, except for Becky and Shotzi, those are the only two heels in the match. So, um, yeah. Honestly, I'm, you know what? My, for me, I don't think it's, I just don't. It could be Becky. It really could be Becky, but she was so dominant and like obvious pick on Raw that I wouldn't, I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be Becky. And then looking at Alexa and Liv Morgan, they're a team, kind of, I think, maybe. Yeah, uh, frenemies. Kind, they they even friend. call themselves frenemies. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. Uh, mm-hmm. Raquel, you know, she seems happy to be there. I hope that, that <laughs> things work out for her. Um, Asuka, you know, and then Shotzi, yeah, I think she, she could. She's there. I think it, I, I'm, I'm with Dominic. I think it'll be Lacey Evans. Oh, that's that's wow. gonna be my official pick. I, 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 I could see her climbing up to the top of that ladder, putting on her camouflage jacket, waving Probably. the American flag while also holding the Money in the Bank briefcase, and then mm. it cuts to commercial from there. I'm just Did- saying. I'm letting you know what's gonna happen, Mark. <laughs> Did her and Rhonda have some sort of history before? <laughs> Not that I recall. No. no. Okay. No. I didn't think so. All right. I mean, the next time Lacey Evans goes through therapy in front of a camera, maybe we'll find out. Right. <laughs> it's like, That's this is what Rhonda, Rhonda did. For like, me. What, is, what was her <laughs> opening line? Rob, what was her opening, oh, wait. opening line? Do you know? Do you know this? Rob, I'll I, I remember. This. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Here it goes. <laughs> That's the line. Mm-hmm. All the all the promos. Let me tell you the one time that Rhonda, uh, I threatened Rhonda's chicken again. Oh a deep gosh. cut. There. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Rhonda posted a picture of her and her pet chicken, and Lacey Evans in the comments said, "Dinner." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Got a whole bunch of backlash for. Anyways, wow, Mari, <laughs> deep, deep, deep cut. Deep, deep it cut. is. Thank you. All right. Okay. It's okay. All right. I'm going with Becky. Rob, who's your pick? Yeah, I have to say. Uh, also, I'm going to go with uh, Big Time Bex. Big Time Bex. Okay. Stan? Yeah, probably Becky. And, and if she doesn't win, we'll all end up with egg on our face, which I don't mind at all. So uh, well, Don't tell Lacey Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Who also raises chickens. Weird. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and oh, they all have farms. They all have farms. And well, you're going with Lacey, right, Matt? Is that your official pick? I don't Lacey? want Final to, answer? but you know, Asuka's interesting. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Dominic's favorite here, Lacey, as the pick. You'll there represent goes Dom- Dominic's pick. <laughs> That's right. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's just, and I just, but like none of them have like, only Becky, I feel like really has a storyline going into it. That's the only thing why, what I'm just thinking, like the whole down on her luck, down on downward spiral and that seems to be it so i mean to be fair you don't really have to have a story heading into money in the bank like you've seen somebody like otis just win it out of nowhere and oh yeah weird right i mean you don't necessarily have to have something you know going into the premium live event so if you just win money in the bank maybe that could be the start of a new storyline yeah yeah Hmm. all right so let's get to some of the the like main title belts here yeah. So for the Raw Women's Championship, we have Bianca Belair versus Carmella. So Bianca is the champion. It's her mm-hmm. Carmella. Unfortunately, they did not have time to build this just because Rhea Ripley got injured two weeks ago. Two weeks? Yeah. And so now we're subbing Carmella in here. We said a lot of great things about Carmella on the last podcast. So go check that out. Unfortunately, I just don't see her beating. Well, not unfortunately. It's very fortunate (laughs) for me. But I just (laughs) I think Bianca is going to win here. Rob, what's your thoughts on uh, Bianca and Carmella? Well, I'm excited to see Carmella get back in the spotlight. Of course, uh, Carmella uh, shares a name with our dog. So uh, Carmella yes. is a big favorite uh, in the Sesternino household. But nice. wow, I don't see a shot that uh, she's going to uh, knock, the, knock out uh, Bianca Belair here and take the title. Yeah. It could yeah. happen. Okay. It could happen. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see it happening. <laughs> In fact, like even this past week on Raw, we kind of saw Carmella get punked out a little bit with yeah, a try a failing to sneak attack Bianca from behind, and she had the time and the opportunity, mm-hmm. but uh, it did not work out. And honestly, I, I don't know why they didn't set her up to attack Bianca successfully or at least well, like, she in, did the the ring. Or, yeah, yeah, in the practice. ring and everything mm-hmm. um, but you know like everyone people talk about go home math sometimes when it comes to these things like who's the yeah. one who stood tall on the last show and it was Bianca I, I it's going to be a nice match did they did they wrestle at Money in the Bank last year or was that just the week after there was no they were loud supposed to face Mario. each other at SummerSlam last year and then Becky came in and took Carmella out you know and that's I how Becky won the title what, they they were feuding of, all summer last year yeah they they yeah. they were feuding at Ro- Rolling Loud yeah. uh they had, they had, they were feuding all summer last year but and then SummerSlam was supposed to be like the third or fourth time once um Sasha got subbed out and then that's yep. when Becky came in yeah now there is a world though maybe and I don't I I I don't see Bianca losing the championship but I believe I saw something about Queen Zelena from Brooklyn uh, showing up. <laughs> I think she's actually from Queens. She might be from Queens, so maybe I'm wrong. But even better. Queen Zelena yeah, from it's Queens. perfect. Yeah, Queen, you know, it's better if she's from Brooklyn. But I think, I mean, maybe she'll return here and help out Carmella, maybe. Uh, I don't think that's going to get Bianca, but it is I interesting. Think, like, why, think- why would they give us this match? That's what would make the match more interesting. Like you get your standard. Yeah, she's from she's from Queens. Mm-hmm. Um, you get your standard regular match. You think it's just going to be like a regular match. And then you get Zelina come in and you're like, oh, God, no. Huh? And then maybe like 
the women's matches are the only matches on the card because Roman's not, you know, Roman won't be defending Money in the Bank. So what I would assume, which I would hope, maybe the women's Money in the Bank opens the show. So we'll know who the, the women's Money in the Bank person is. Now, I do not want anybody to cash in that night because they've done that way too many times with the women already. But I would love if the winner came out, maybe hit Bianca with a briefcase. You know, maybe we get a little scared, but it it all fails, falls through. The person keeps their briefcase. Bianca keeps the the title. It's a whole Bianca does it. Rob, you you with me on this? I, I, I'm with you. Uh, I guess that, you know, I, I just, we think so much about, uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, is there any chance that the money in the bank winner might be more interested in Rhonda's title than Bianca's title? I think that's actually a smarter move. Like if I were any of the women, I'd rather use that on Rhonda. Cause like, what are the chances that you get to have a fair one-on-one matchup against Rhonda and you beat her in the ring clean. Right. So mm. if I'm some, if I'm an opportunist, like a Becky Lynch, like a Shotzi, for example, I would probably cash it up, cash it in on Rhonda. Good point. Good mm. point. Do you scare Rhonda though? I just think it, I just think for, um, I just don't want anybody to use it. I don't want anybody to use it the same night. Like, please do not use it the same night. I truly hate when they cash in the same night. Mari, could Becky Lynch, I I don't even want to put this out into the universe. I'm so sorry. Uh, But could Becky Lynch win money in the bank and then cash in and beat Bianca in less than 26 seconds? I wow. have not. Why would they even do that? <laughs> if anything, the, they, have the, they have the rematch at SummerSlam where Bianca could win it back. I'm not no. saying I'm a fan of it. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the vibes. There's some vibes here. If anything, I think it's a good point Rob makes. If, I think if Becky wins it, she can go either way because it's also like, is her business concluded with mm. Bianca? Is it not? But like Stan said, very much open for business over there with Rhonda. And Rhonda's not mm. pulling their weight ratings like they thought she would. Huh? So does Becky cash in on Rhonda? Maybe actually wins it. Like maybe she becomes the triple in that triple threat, pins Natalia gets the title and then you get Rhonda chasing Becky because I could see because you know Rhonda is the foos. Um <laughs> you get Rhonda chasing Becky at least for the next like few months that would be a better you know this will be the first time where they face off where it's clearly aligned where Becky is the bad guy and Rhonda is the good guy yeah maybe Rhonda even gets her win back at Wrestlemania at some some point mm-hmm. something like that I don't know I don't want Rhonda they, to be here that long. I mean, they they have unfinished business. So, and I don't know if Ron. I don't think Rhonda's going anywhere. Because I also think that the uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, I don't know if she's going to be on the shelf for that long. That uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that when she first got injured, and I feel like that they were building up uh, her versus Bianca, and I could yeah, see that uh, for SummerSlam maybe. So, yeah. like, uh, just to go back to the uh, Bianca versus Becky well uh, seems like that we've been doing that a lot since WrestleMania. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. if Becky gets wins, wins the uh, briefcase, she then says, well, hey, I'm on SmackDown now. And I like maybe she's like, oh, my, my fortunes will be better over here. And, you know, starts taunting Ronda, you know, so I think that would be better. I think I agree. I think yeah. Becky and Bianca this is a great story. It's a great, always been a great match, but they've, they've already done, they've done it. I think it's done. I think they should keep it mm-hmm. separate. 
Um, yeah, and SmackDown yeah. could SmackDown could use Becky's Becky. star power yeah. absolutely. So I agree with that. I it would be sad to your point, Mari. I agree with you to see like Becky win and then cash in that same night because it's always nice to have the money in the bank looming over everything. Like could yes. she cash in? It could happen at any moment, and then there's just an an embedded tension in everything with that. So. I like that story. And, you know, yeah. we are, we do have to get that Bianca, uh, Bianca. We have to get that Becky Ronda match again yeah. at some point. They kind of teased it um, earlier this year. So let's see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if Becky doesn't jump ship on her own, the WWE drafts bound to happen in a few months, right? Like September, oh, October season, mm-hmm. premiere season or senior season premiere time. I mean, so, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. uh, it could be a good way to move Becky to SmackDown if she had money in the bank. Yeah, love it. Look at us coming up with ways to make SmackDown more tolerable. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So uh, let's get right down to it because we already said our picks for that one. SmackDown Women's Championship match, Ronda Rousey, the champion versus Natalia. So (laughs) we, I don't, I think we've only kind of touched on it. We, We talked about how Ronda initially, not Ronda, Natalia initially won the right to face Ronda by winning that fatal five way and ever since then like (laughs) Natalia has just been an absolute troll and again (laughs) she's been so hilarious on Twitter like I don't even know she's been basically she's been calling Ronda out on all her like problematic like viewpoints on Twitter I was like Natalia, like, is this? Oh my god, is this still a work? Like, this she's got no chill. Oh, Natalia on Twitter, <laughs> no chill yeah, at all. Say, was, Natty, it, no chill. <laughs> Natty, no chill. Oh my gosh, is it? Is it? Uh, yeah, is, is it Natalia actually posting, or is it? I don't know. Is it like oh, Sue, yeah. her social no, media her, manager, her social media manager, isn't it like Fred or something? I don't know. She, <laughs> she's hilarious. She goes back and forth. Yeah, yeah, pretending if it's her or her her assistant. I don't know, but Nadia is really, yeah, she's been really getting under Ronda's skin on social media. And so you, you could see it all came to a head last week on SmackDown where Natalia, <laughs> Natalia came out impersonating Ronda Rousey and the eyeshadow that true, it took me out. Like I was like, Spot on. please, because. <laughs> There is one thing we're gonna do is talk about how Ronda Rousey has the worst eye makeup in like the history of wrestling, <laughs> and Natty went there. Then, then she had like the baby carriage, the baby stroller with her. I was, I was dying. I'm not gonna lie. That was, that was like some very good uh, work from Natty there. Gosh, you don't need to bring that up, Mari. Ronda's horrible eyeshadow <laughs> speaks for itself. Um, but so you know, I I love Natty. I love Natalia Neidhart so much. She's so good. She's how long has she been around? Like, uh, is she closing in on twenty years? I, no. You have to think. So. Not in WWE. Oh. She came in like oh wait. Oh, eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she has, so 14, it's yep. about, about fourteen, maybe. So mm-hmm. she's getting to fifteen years. So yeah, it's look. She's she's so good i always feel like she's so underrated i would love to see her actually hold win the championship from ronda and continue a story with her because she does make it so entertaining and she's great in the ring but she's also such a such a troll um in it it, like across the board so underrated yeah 
Um, I think also like the this segment was still kind of cringe. It's always going to be cringe because Round is in it. Um, between like Natalia kind of like mom shaming Rhonda to like Rhonda like body shaming Natalia calling her old like like I was just like like it was just so much not just that she also poked fun at uh the breast augmentation yes yes yeah Rob that was kind of uncomfortable I was like whoa whoa there throwing it over to Rob for his comments on that yes yes yes, yes. yes. (laughs) Um, I no, I have no comments. I have no comments to say about this. Um, Rhonda yeah, really but, was just like shooting from the hip. I'm sorry, I didn't know if you have no comments. <laughs> no comments for that. Um, no, I, I have a question for you, Rob. Um, yes, like, so, yes, so you Dan, watch wrestling with Dominic, yes, right? Yes. Um, let's say this this segment happened, right? How do you explain it to Dominic? Like, you know, so a lot of this, like a lot of these things that people say, like, are just kind of like, uh, like oh, over the, like there a lot of these like comments, like, it's just like, I like, we don't like, there's no follow up. It's just sort of like, uh, we just, we just don't address it. Yeah. Yeah. She, oh. Rhonda shamed her for being childless. I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like, it was just, so so much uh going on talking about how she's been here for so yeah. long and she's not main event i was like i'm glad that they're friends in real life yeah at least i hope they still are uh <laughs> i hope they like agree to, to so, all yeah. this yeah exactly because that was it was a lot it didn't it doesn't it didn't i don't know it made me uncomfortable yeah throwing a baby carriage is not 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 cool so mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, but they, like I I don't know. I feel like this feud has so much potential just with the two of them involved and in the mix and it it's not as hot as it as it could have been. Like I wish people were more excited about. It. I wish we were more excited about it too. True. I I just think it's unfortunately it's just that, you know, um a middle like middle of the summer pay-per-view, money in the bank, Natalia being the challenger, the bill doesn't feel as big. It it just doesn't. All of the other things around it don't don't feel like it's gonna be like a a title change or anything like that. Plus, we knew mm-hmm. this wasn't the original plans. Mm-hmm. All of that. So, I think that's the big yeah. thing. So, I'll, I'll go with Rhonda. Everybody, we just in agreement. It's Rhonda. Yeah, uh, kind of. I, I will say though, uh, since you guys brought up how the pot shots got a bit personal. I'm going to speak from experience here. Like back when uh, I was in the local scene here in the Philippines, uh, we did tread that line as well. Like when we would have promos against one another and mm-hmm. that could get really, really dangerous if uh, they, they just keep bringing up personal stuff and bringing mm-hmm. it into kayfabe, bringing it into the storyline. So like, I remember a couple of instances where uh, a pot shot went to, uh, you know, it, it, it just didn't go over very well with the mm-hmm. other person because they didn't see that coming. So like, um, I expect Ron and Addy to both be pros about it. So I'm pretty sure whatever was said, they probably agreed on beh- uh, before they went out there, because if they didn't, then uh, she's going to go sideways really, really quick. And it's not pretty, not pretty. At all. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it was it was written. I think, it, Mari, you could probably attest to this, too. I, I don't I don't know if Ron is the best at improv, so I'm not no. sure if that was off the cuff. That's why I think it was kind of off the cuff because it was very cringe. It was like, oh, you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was like, I don't know. If somebody wrote that, then she didn't deliver it well because it was, well, (laughs) like truly talking about her boob job was not cool. Like it was, Mm -hmm. 
crude word for it, but like yeah. it was just it was just like it it was weird. I don't know. Vibes were off, but did not pass the vibe check for me. Mm. Um personally. Maybe that's just me. All right. The undisputed WWE tag team championships, the champion Usos versus the Street Profits. I'm excited about this match. I think this can definitely be like a match stealer like of the night. And I'm like I my everything is saying the Usos should retain, but also it'd be really cool if the Profits won. Um Matt, what do you think about the storyline going into Money in the Bank? I feel like so actually this is this is kind of I'm not super excited about this match because mm-hmm. we've gotten this match before we've had the teases of the street profits uh getting the championships I think even specifically getting the championships from the Usos but I know that they mm-hmm. were up against the uh the Alpha or Alpha Academy against the uh, Gables Gable and Otis um, yeah. before kind of facing them and so I uh I don't know I I'm not too excited about it just because I don't like to see Angelo Dawkins and, and Montez Ford lose. Um, mm-hmm. And that might be where it goes, but there's also, you know, the fact that they have had the build of like being associated or being, being uh, positioned alongside Randy Orton and, and against uh, alongside Riddle too. And in, in these converse in, in some of the feuds that we've seen. And so I, I don't know. I'm hopeful that they'll be able to take it and to rise above this, but if not, I just don't want to see this match because I hate to see them lose and they lose a lot in these big championship spots, though they have been talking a lot about how they have had the raw championships. They have had the SmackDown ones. So they, they do have the, the cred, the street profits have the street cred leading into this one, which is pretty nice. Uh yeah, I would I would definitely say I thought once they brought up with the John Cena um one that they had never beaten the Usos. I like it seems like the Usos, whenever it the title is on the line, they have not beaten them for the title. Right. I thought that was very interesting. Um, a very good way to like try and get you hyped for them to beat it. But also the reason why I, I could say you can make a case that the Prophets beat the Usos here is because if the Usos lose their titles, then the bloodline, you know, with Brock on the horizon, it'll be like trying to claw and keep their positioning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what like Roman's reaction if they lose those titles? And then he he's like, I, I can't even focus on this because I got to focus on Brock Lesnar. Like it could it could um, make the the story go with Roman and, and Brock a little bit more compelling too, yeah. you know, maybe even lead to a rematch at uh, SummerSlam. So I would I would definitely love to see um, the Prophets win here, or maybe at least just advance the storyline because they do fight a lot, but they are really good at fighting each other. The Usos are just kind of really good at fighting a lot of people, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I I do like their chemistry, Rob. Uh, how does Dominic feel about the the street profits <laughs> and the Usos? <laughs> uh, I think he felt like that the Usos were going to retain. I have to yeah. go back and check his uh, his picks, uh, but <laughs> I feel like the street profits are, are really fun. I feel like they've been getting a lot of yeah. like really good like uh, TV segments. Uh, they were mm-hmm. with John Cena the other mm-hmm. night. And John Cena did tell them never give up, and that really yeah. did. Uh, <laughs> you know that seems to mean something. To but they had a really uh-huh. fun segment on SmackDown uh, this past mm-hmm. week where they were like walking around backstage and like talking to all the wrestlers uh, backstage. They were like telling jokes with uh, Madcap Moss. And mm-hmm. so 
I, I would be here for it. I feel like that the Usos like uh, don't give a lot of personality. And so yeah. I feel like that the Street Profits would be a lot more fun to have like uh, in a much more regular rotation. But I feel like I, I don't see the storyline uh, going there. And so I, I think the Usos are going to uh, either win or, you know, disqualification or something where, you know, the Street Profits don't get the titles. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Stan? I'm a bit more optimistic here just because the Usos won the tag team championships at Money in the Bank last year to begin with. So it mm. could be a nice way to wrap a bow around their title reign, make it full circle, have them lose at Money in the Bank. Plus, I think it's uh, it, it's time for a change. I would love to see the Street Profits actually use that edge they've developed over the last few months and finally get that win over uh, the Usos. It's, it, it reminds me of 300, that last scene where Gerard Butler's character throws a spear at Ramses and he gets wounded like, like mm-hmm. Ramses is the bloodline and that's the moment where you make the bloodline bleed. You, yep. you make them vulnerable heading into SummerSlam against Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Yep, I completely, completely agree with that. I'm picking up the red solo cups for the Money in the Bank party <laughs> on Saturday. Nice. Yes, Let's do it. Yeah. Uh-oh, what's going to be it. in those? Um, I, you know, I think, I think like my only concern with this, with the Street Profits here is what happens when they win the championships. But, you know, to be fair, I don't know if WWE has like really thought through what's going to happen when they win the championships. That doesn't mean that they won't win them um, or that, you know, and so it could happen. It could happen. But uh, I don't. I don't see it. I'm nervous if it happens too, because then it's a question of like, when do they lose it? Who do they have to drop it to? Do they become transitional champions? I worry for them. I worry for Mm. Angelo and Montez. I just think we'll, we'll really like lose the plot if we don't get the belts on them at some point with Bianca also having the belt. Like, how is this? She's had she's had two belts, and it seems like they always miss each other. Like every time yeah. <laughs> when they're the champion, she's not. When she's the champion, they're not. You just, you just, I just want that visual at least once. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to put the good juju in the air. I'm going to say that I want the street profits to win here. I think I think high ceiling street profits win. Mm-hmm. Um, low ceiling. It's a disqualification, and it continues the feud to SummerSlam. I think that's that's pretty fair. Um, Matt, did you make your selection? I don't think. No, you- I'm gonna actually. I look. I don't feel great about the Street Profits winning, but I'd be really happy if they do win. I'm gonna go with the Usos here because you know either I'm right or I'm happy. So it works <laughs> out. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, so you're Rob. hedging your bet. <laughs> yeah, Rob, what what do you think? I, I think that the Usos are going to end up uh, ret- retaining the title, uh, whether it's by uh, a pinfall or uh, a disqualification. Mm-hmm. Stan, and same with you. Yeah, Please. I'm gonna de- I'm gonna deadlock it and choose the Street Profits because why not? Oh, okay. why not? Yes, yay. I think I I think no matter what that's going to be a good match. I, I truly think totally. uh, Montez jumping just as high as those briefcases was. That's oh nuts. my gosh! That was he wild, amazing. And Dawkins did a good job uh, against Jay Uso the other week too. Like everybody was like, "Oh man, Dawkins!" You know, it is. It, it's going to be a good match no matter what. I think so. Just I'm just keeping that 
in the forefront. Um, okay, so this is I, I think this will be the final match because the only the other possibility was Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel, but now mm-hmm. that Kevin Owens may be injured, that will probably not be on the card, depending on how that goes. So let's talk about the United States Championship match. Theory, who is the youngest United States champion, blah, 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 versus Bobby Lashley. Um, and this, we didn't, okay, so this week we got a, uh, the post-match beat, ta- beat down because for some mm-hmm. reason, I don't know, have they explained why Alpha Academy is helping Theory? I don't, I don't think they explained <laughs> But <laughs> Uh, the Alpha they Academy. Need something to do. <laughs> they mm-hmm. need something to do. Very that. So yeah. the the Alpha Academy's been helping Theory for the past few weeks, just make Bobby Lashley's life a living. You know, and, and they just so, like intern for different wrestlers. Like they were helping yes. like Kevin Owens for some reason on the Ezekiel case for a while, and now they're just like uh, working for Austin Theory. Maybe they're just actually really helpful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even all their fellow heels. like they're the new APA then right let's like Mm -hmm. slap some like (laughs) Alpha Academy protection services or something Mm -hmm. like that (laughs) getting that back yeah let's do that Um, and so but overall I've really liked how Bobby Lashley has looked in this in this feud I think it it shows that he's moved on really well after dealing with MVP and Omis for so long um, he's getting consistent pops. Theory is doing a good job of being a bad guy. Word to Rob and word to Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's doing a good job being a bad guy. And this would be gr- like this would be a great win for Bobby Lashley because I think it would, um, you know, I think it, everybody would pop huge for it. However, I don't think he's gonna win. Um, I think they're gonna they're gonna keep that on theory for a while. I don't know. Uh, are we? Uh, Theory versus John Cena? I don't know. I don't know if we're getting it, but it it does seem like they might be saving Theory for somebody else. And I think Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley having the United States Championship truly won't help him because he just had it. Like, I feel like he just had it like three months ago. Um, So I just, I just, I think Theory is going to win here. Um, Rob, who you got? Yeah, this is so hard because I feel like that uh, I know that theory is like an up and comer, but I feel like that it, it feels like a, a, a step down for Bobby Lashley to even be feuding with uh, Austin Theory. Like, I feel like that uh, Bobby right. Lashley, I feel like, should be like, you know, in the category with like, uh, you know, uh, I'd like to see him with Roman Reigns. Uh, and then Truly. it seems like that he's mm-hmm. like slumming a little bit with Austin Theory and I, and I, and I like uh, Austin Theory so it's very hard for me to like wrap my head around this matchup and so it's um, I don't know uh, I, I feel like Bobby Lashley uh, will win hmm yeah it's strange yeah. because Bobby Lashley was the WWE champion earlier this year for like a, a cup of coffee so mm. it yeah rob i'm with you it's hard to wrap my head around it but for that exact same reason i feel like theory will retain it just seems like they're putting a lot into him and they have a lot in mind for him and mm-hmm. then there's this john cena thing looming could john cena win 
the U.S. Championship at SummerSlam against, you know, against Lashley or not against Lashley, against Theory. Maybe it could happen. It's strange. I don't know what I don't know who Theory paid off to be put over like this, but um, but it's working. And I think it'll keep working. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. Like Bobby, it feels like Bobby has just been like. He feels like he's been in a good place, then he's like not in a good place. But then I I do think the Omis the Omis stuff set him up really well. But then it kind of went on maybe a tad too long. But he's getting really good crowd reactions against Theory. So um, and and Theory is the one that we're they're pushing. So we know that's that's who they're pushing right now. So um, it's really really interesting. Because it does feel like a step down for him, but also feeling like it's exactly where they want him. Because he's not, you know, he's mm-hmm. not going to win Money in the Bank. So if you're not going to win Money in the Bank, you might as well get a feature in another title match. You know, even if you lose it, it's better to be in that match instead of in the back. Um, so I, I don't know. I do not know what's going to happen with him. But I think I'm going to. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going with theory. Stan, what, what do you, who do you got? I'm with Rob here in that I think it's pretty difficult to pick whether it's Theory or Bobby Lashley, just because when I look ahead to SummerSlam and if the internet chatter is correct, uh, that it'll be Theory versus John Cena, I'm going to put out a hot take here. I don't think that match needs the United States Championship. Mm, Yeah, true. I think Theory Mm. versus John Cena could carry the entire storyline all on its own just because of the built-in nuances between the two of them. So... I'm okay with either Theory or Bobby Lashley winning here. I don't really have a pick. Yeah. Oh, good point. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it is um like John Cena with the US title, I feel like is would would be mm. very very weird. Uh so right. I feel like that maybe it makes more sense to if you gave it to Bobby Lashley and then uh you could have a Cena Austin Theory matchup and that doesn't need the title. Yeah, I agree. See, that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense too. And uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting because there's then the question of like, what does Lashley do? Does he just go back to, you know, feuding with MVP and Omas? Maybe, maybe that's what we get for SummerSlam. It's all wild because SummerSlam is also in July. So it is, it's, mm-hmm. it's also close together. So they don't have a ton of time to build. They have about, four weeks barely actually they don't even have four weeks to build to the match it's just a little less than that so mm-hmm. yeah i don't I, I i i guess it makes sense for lashley to win because it would really kind of be a crushing blow for him to lose um and you know it was interesting that cena was saying i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know when i'll be back um which i i mean i think that he'll be back for for this um yeah so we might see him on Sunday or whenever this is happening, Saturday. Yeah, he could cost Theory the title, mm-hmm. um, which would be interesting. But it also is like, does Bobby Lashley need help beating Theory? You know, there's not um, another time where you're like, oh, do, you, do you need the help? But that could help further the John Cena and, and Austin Theory um, feud if we have one. And, and like Stan said, and then you would hope that in that type of feud, Cena would probably, you know, stare up at the lights to help him. So mm. that would be another reason why you don't need the title on the on the wow. line there. I mean, isn't that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to. He did it for Roman. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but then we think I I'm thinking of the the Pat McAfee match yeah. too. Oh um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that mm-hmm. theory just being in the ring with John Cena would get him over and build him up and you know, he could come across as this obnoxious heel against Cena. So again, I'm kind of amazed that they would shotgun him to that match. But I mean, we all, Mari, we talk all the time about building new stars and they are doing that. Cena would look up at the lights for him. Oh yeah. I just can't imagine it, but I, you know, Mm -hmm. I I could see Cena winning that match and Mm -hmm. theory still being built up is, is kind of what I'm, I'm seeing, uh, but it, you would imagine that we'll get John Cena at SummerSlam. It's one of the big, big four, traditionally speaking. Yeah, I, I feel like it would be wild for John Cena to come back to the WWE to do a uh, a program and lose to Austin Theory at Summer without like being like some major shenanigans. Like uh, that, I mean, John Cena has a huge uh, career and a lot of things going on right now. It would be wild. I mean, he's not losing to Roman Reigns. Like he's losing. <laughs> Again, I mean, Rob, he did stress. He did stress being forty-five. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, maybe mm-hmm. he's he's building up the excuses a little bit. Here. Like, with mm-hmm. all due respect, I mean, uh, that theory was uh, that his last pay per view that he was just fighting Musafa Ali. That he's going to go from yeah. the uh, from Musafa to John Cena. Why not? And win? Yeah, Rob, I, I'll be here to see it. Yeah, I, I'd love to see it happen. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also Austin Theory uh, telling John Cena, saying "A Town" down to John Cena's face, and telling him he's too old to understand the reference. Sir, that reference is from 2003. Um, so <laughs> the fact that you're still using it here in WWE—that's right on time for them. That's normally how long it takes for a cultural reference to make it to wrestling. So it's just like. Uh, uh, his character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I see a world where people actually cheer John Cena unanimously just because he's up against theory. Right. So I agree. Right. So I think it's very possible that they just have that storyline without any championships involved. And honestly, whoever wins that match would probably look good coming out of it either way. I agree. I mean, I think it could go either way. I don't know. I don't know. I think this match can go either way. And I think if we get Cena in in theory, maybe that match could go either way, too. Uh, So, weird. I mean, we're kind of out of matches. We could speculate a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So, Pat McAfee and Baron Corman are already set for SummerSlam, so they won't be at Money in the Bank. You mean uh, bum-ass yeah. Corbin? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bum-ass Corbin. Very creative. <laughs> Which I can't wait. I really can't wait for that match. I think that's going to be a pretty good match. Um, and then, like we said, AJ Styles and Miz, what are they doing? They're not doing anything for Money in the Bank. Maybe they'll throw them on a mm. pre-show or something. No, where are the Mysterios at? Mm. I don't know. This feels like not enough matches. I don't know. All right. So let's go. Let's, before we wrap things up, Let's just uh I'll ask everybody what match are you looking forward to the most? I'll start with you, Matt. Which yeah, match, I, match are you excited for? I it's I think I'm most excited for the men's money in the bank ladder match. I'm not usually the most excited for a men's match. Like usually there's a <laughs> women's match that jumps out. Um, but there's that mystery 
competitor Marquez, here that mm-hmm. makes things a little bit a little bit interesting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Stan, how about you next? Oh, sorry, Rob. Rob, how about you next? You look like oh. you well, I was going to say, do you think that uh, they could potentially go into Sunday with a mystery spot open, uh, kind of like uh, with uh, Seth and Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, or do you think that it'll get locked down on SmackDown? I'm I'm mm. hoping that they go in with the mystery, <laughs> the mystery mm. spot. If not, then uh, I don't know what I'm most excited for. Maybe I'm most excited to see like. Uh, uh, no, don't Ronda change it now. Don't change it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of lost after that. So I do hope that they leave the the mystery. Like, what's what? Why why throw someone in there last minute on SmackDown or on social media when you can just have the reveal, whether it's a disappointing one or not, on the actual show? But then again, mm-hmm. that might be a good reason to reveal it beforehand because they'll they might know it's going to be disappointing. We'll see. Yeah, they haven't announced they haven't announced uh, a SmackDown match to um fulfill that spot. Mm-hmm. So, and again, the last match was called the Last Chance. So, I mean, hmm. why would you say Last Chance and still have an extra spot open? Um, so maybe we we get it going. We still get the mystery competitor going into it. But the thing is, there if you have that mystery competitor open going into the premium live event, right? That better be a really good competitor, and maybe they better even win. <laughs> Not Gunter. Ooh, yeah. Where's he? They, there's so He's many the intercontinental champion on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, where's he on this card? Mm-hmm. He's maybe he'll be on, on the pre-show. Him and him and Ricochet had a really good match last week. Mm-hmm. Well, a beatdown uh, last week. <laughs> um, so I it'd be weird if he. Um, you know they like yeah. putting the pre-show as like SmackDown is normally kind of been the pre-show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see Gunther in there because I've never called the Gunther match and I've mm. been dying to like make all the references to the ring general and all that mm. stuff. So like I, I would love to see Gunther being the, you know, the, the seventh person, but um, it's been done before the mystery guy heading into money in the bank, right? You guys mentioned it earlier, Brock Lesnar in mm-hmm. 2019. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you on hoping that it just becomes vacant or tbd heading into sun uh saturday yeah hmm. is there uh any chance it's it's brock lesnar in in oh, that god not again he's, not he's already again. got SummerSlam yeah, on lock. Has, yeah. you never know you know, it could be roman he'll just take the briefcase with him carried around like jewelry it could be brock he doesn't need it but what if, what if it's the rock we're gonna continually oh, yeah. uh think it's the, be rock the rock until he he shows up <laughs> <laughs> is he like the default pick on the wrestling or half up Yes. Uh, if, yeah. Yes. Yeah, well there's be. ever the the mystery person. It's the Rock. Rob or Cody at this point. <laughs> yeah. Still Cody. Yeah. Cody yeah, still possible. Cody. Rob, what what um match are you looking forward to? Well, I'm very excited for the Money in the Bank matches. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are super fun. Uh, hey, yeah. yeah we we watched uh, last year's this morning. Uh, start to get ready this week to uh, get ready for Saturday night. But I'll I'll say that uh, you know Theory versus Lashley I I think is just very intriguing about mm-hmm. like uh, which which way it could go because uh, it's I'm very curious to see like uh, where where they're going with this. Yeah, I agree. I like that. I like that pick. Stan, how about you? Uh, it's got to be both Money in the Bank matches. And I think the upside of not having Roman Reigns on the card is that the attraction matches are actually the main attractions. You've got both mm. ladder matches really being the headliners here. And 
I look at money in the bank season as kind of like a resetting of the status quo, kind of like WrestleMania season where you can have like a new male and female contender popping up out of nowhere, just eyeing the main championship. So I'm all in on both ladder matches being the top things I'm looking forward to this weekend. Nice. I have to go with the Usos and the Street Profits because mm. I I know it's going to be a good match. Like I I can't imagine it not being a good match unless somebody like breaks the leg. Um, oh and God. God, I hope not. <laughs> I know. I hope not. Um, so like I, I and I still think it's if you call so- that now. That's going to be. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, now I'm nervous. That'd be so bad. Please don't text anybody, Mari. Please. I'm not. Um, I, I and I think that has of all of them, I think that has the most intrigue of like maybe possibly actually switching titles. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe the mm-hmm. titles actually change hands um so that we we get some some fire on the feet of the bloodline, you know? Um, make them bleed. So- yeah, make him bleed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, of all the money in the bank matches, I, again, I'm, I, the men, I wonder if the men's is just going to be brutal. I wonder if it's just going to be like very hard hitting and brutal. The women, I want to see how that goes because, yeah. you know, like, it not, it doesn't, it feels like there's a lot of money in the bank newbies in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I want to see it. I want to see it. We'll see what happens. Um, okay, guys, I can't believe we're done. We're we're done. That's it for the highlights yeah. of the week. Um, those are our Money in the Bank uh, predictions. And of course, like we said, you can find all of the clips, um, all of the storylines that we talked about um, in the show notes and the description, either at the bottom of the YouTube page or in your podcast uh, descriptions. Um, so let's start with plugs. Rob, what do you got going on? Oh, well, it's the uh, all is uh, a little bit. Everybody's waiting for Big Brother to very come quiet in the corner. Mm-hmm. A little, it's a little yeah. too quiet. Too okay. quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we have a, a lot of fun podcasts uh, at, as usual, uh, including uh, we had a really great interview uh, with Jason Robinson, who in, uh, mm-hmm. it's talking with T Bird season three. Uh, I guess uh, Matt uh, got uh, T Bird uh, really uh, going when uh, he had her on Pod <laughs> Friends, and then season three of talking with T Bird has been electric. And so Jason Robinson, he just got back from going to space on board uh, Blue yeah. Origin, and has a lot of stories really? about uh, that mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, that experience and uh, a lot of uh, Survivor talk as well, and then uh, a lot of other fun stuff uh, over on Rob's website dot com. Okay, Stan. Plug yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was part of the Tagalog voice cast for Don't Look Up on Netflix. I played you. Oh. That's Timothy Chalamet's character. Uh, that yeah. was a lot of fun to do. Just get in the studio and channel my inner drifter. Uh, so <laughs> you know, uh, for all the Filipinos listening, please check out the Tagalog audio on Don't Look Up. And uh, my personal podcast, On Deck with Stan C. We ra- I wrapped season four a couple of weeks ago talking about mental health and why it's important for us to just be open about it, how I opened up about my own mental health journey. Uh, there's that. And if you want to check out uh, the Wrestling Wrestling podcast in the Philippines where we talk pro yeah. wrestling every week, uh, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and follow me on Twitter at underscore Stan C. Yes, Matt. 
Yes. So you could find me uh, listening to On Deck with Stan C. Stan knows I'm a big, <laughs> big fan of, of this past season. So just want to give the plus one to encourage people to check that out. And a lot of meaningful podcasts and conversations there. Um, and on top of that, you can follow me at Matt Scott GW. And mm. of course, you can find me here on the Wrestling Rehab Up. Um, but also, uh, we just wrapped up the Pride Has Spoken series on RHAP, which was really incredible all month. Um, we, Evie, Dr. Evie Jagoda spoke with, uh, different survivor, queer survivor players. And so there are lots of conversations there. If you go to robhaswebsite.com slash pride feed. And, um, I'm really proud of that, um, that we could feature 20 different survivors queer survivors it's almost hard to like think of that many off the top of your head so um that was really awesome and we just dropped an episode this week which featured an interview with card from survivor 41 and also about 15 voicemails from a bunch of other survivors so definitely check that out that was really cool it was it was such a fun series and i think it's it's amazing because we you know it's a lot of serious conversations but we also laughed a lot along the way uh, lots of great moments and so I'd encourage people to check that out um, and then pod friends of course so I uh, started the season with talking with T-Bird um, not talking with T-Bird but talking with T-Bird speaking mm-hmm. with T-Bird um, mm-hmm. and you know there's there's so many different um, people podcasters mainly that I've interviewed this season just last week was um, Beth Dixon on who talks about RuPaul's Drag Race and it pops up on a bunch of other things and um, you know I've gotten lots of great feedback about that if you've been listening this season you've heard from from Grace Leader, David Bloomberg. Um, so it's a uh, it's an action packed time over Pod Friends and just getting started uh, with this summer season of Pod Friends. And so you can check that out at robhaswebsitecom slash Pod Friends feed. Um, so yeah, lots of exciting things. Mari, where could the people find you? Well, of course, every week, me and Sarah Carding bring True Crime Tuesdays to RHAP with the Crime Scene podcast. Uh, this week, we just dropped our episode uh, Undercurrent um, based off a two-part docuseries on HBO uh, following the death and disappearance of a um, female journalist named Kim Vall and the uh, what? Danish multi-millionaire megalomaniac who killed her. So uh, definitely go check that out. We have a great guest, like a like true crime podcast OG Rebecca Lavoie. She, uh, I mean, she's been in the podcasting business and a, a true crime writer for like decades. Uh, she's one of Sarah's heroes, and she was so. Um, grateful we were so grateful she blessed our podcast with her presence <laughs> so uh definitely go check that out you can um subscribe by going to rob has slash crime feed you can follow us on twitter at crime scene rhap that's crime s-e-e-n-r-h-a-p on twitter and of course you can follow me on twitter at mari talks too much that's two like the number two on twitter um check out can't wait for uh big brother 24 to start so uh yeah. when that starts you can definitely start dropping um a big brother podcast i'm sure i'll be on th- some of those mm-hmm. me and rob did a awesome naked and afraid standalone podcast naked uh, afraid xl week. yeah yes yeah. naked and afraid xl oh. podcast so if you haven't checked that out go check that out that's on the main rj 
RHAP feed. Um, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> we got a, a lot of good feedback from that. So go check that out if you're not afraid of uh, hearing people talk about naked people in the jungle. So um, <laughs> In the Amazon. It was right? really barely the about the naked people. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't about the nakedness at all. <laughs> Um, but also we'd like to encourage you uh, to go check out the Purple Pants podcast hosted by Bryce Isaiah, where each mm-hmm. week Bryce spices up your podcast feed, covering reality TV and popular culture. Of course, you get Miss Barb's message. Uh, she normally picks uh-huh. up your spirits. Uh, casual tea with Amon Adwin. Um, he's not in the Big Brother 24 house. He will be <laughs> covering pop culture um, <laughs> with Bryce Isaiah. Every week there's a name new free of the week um, along with a church announcement and each month Bryce and Isaiah um, eight ball the one who does our uh, our uh, intro music um, they have a special playlist in uh, a segment that they call the purple pants playlist definitely go check that out I love it you you love the purple pants play playlist Rob uh, I just I don't know why they don't call it Isaiah and Isaiah I see Rob weird yeah uh. <laughs> Good point. It's too late now. It's too mm-hmm. late now. Yes. Uh, Bryce, along with Chappelle and Sharia Lloyd, are covering um, the second season of P-Valley. It's a star's hit show. I love that show. I love listening to them talk about it. So definitely um, mm-hmm. go listen to that. And finally, once a month, Bryce has your spiritual forecast with Gangsta Gurry on Purple Pants Premonition. So mm-hmm. go check out the Purple Pants podcast. Um, by subscribing to uh, the Rob has a website, the, the the Rob has a podcast, reality TV wrap up feed. Okay, Rob, you just gonna let me struggle there? Yeah. Well, Bryce has a really great episode uh, yeah, up this week. Uh, he reached out to a number of women to talk to them about the uh, Supreme Court overturning uh, Roe versus Wade. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife, the first lady of podcasting, also uh, appears in uh, that episode of the podcast. So. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, Bryce is, uh, you know, such a, a great voice in this community. And so mm-hmm. uh, he always uh, does uh, such a great job. So, uh, yeah, check out the Purple Pants podcast. So you go to Rob's website, accomplish uh, PPP feed for uh, Bryce's podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, of course, we hope you have already um, rate, reviewed, and subscribed. If not, go to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed to subscribe to us. Leave those five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Uh, okay, you can also, <laughs> you can. <laughs> he was on Raw this week. Yes, he was for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so please also tweet at us uh, using Wrestling Rehab Up and ha- hashtag Wrestling Rehab Up. But other than that, um, remember, uh, wrestling is for everybody, but not all wrestling is for everyone. Goodbye. Come up, lay it down, just like Matt Amari. Wrestling liver half up's gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every week, and it's feeling like a party. Full of Ric Flair, huh? Showing out like a young couple of huh? That's podcast, rush it in the air, huh? From the rings, and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw them up, lay it down, just like Matt Amari. Wrestling liver half up's gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every week, and it's feeling like a party. Rock and 
Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.